there. Welcome to episode 4 of Primordial Truth. I am Walter, and with me, as always, my co-host who is never one to boast, Toby. Say hello, Toby. <laughs> hello there. Hi, yes. How have you been? I'm good, I'm good, man. How are you? So-so. Yeah. Seen any interesting movies lately? Uh, I did see this movie called... Like kind of like a C-tier science fiction movie. Right. You know, I have a weakness for those. <laughs> your your background <laughs> audio for your life, yes. <laughs> exactly. The uh, 2048 uh, origin unknown. It's on um, Prime? Yeah, it is on Prime. It's by the same... Uh, the main... The protagonist is... Uh, Played by Katie Safoff, you know, the person who plays Bokuta. Ah, yeah. I think I've seen the trailer for that. This is a movie about how AI yeah, would uh, yeah, bring about our downfall and whatnot. Mm. You know, I don't know if you know this, but the, uh, the rise of AI currently, a bunch of CEOs in um, the United States sort of released a statement directed at the government to advise them to put sort of a cease on any AI development for like the next couple of months or so, so until such a, a time when the law can catch up and have regulations for what can and cannot be allowed. Because... Are you just, are you just saying that? that was like a month ago or so. Yeah, I know. It's just, uh, I've like, been aware of it, but I just put it up because you're talking about the movie with the AI, so I just, uh, really, that's why I put it up. I, I, I didn't just see it. Uh, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I think um, some of the people who uh, signed this petition were Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So the. What's his name? Steve Wozniak? That guy at Apple. Um, Wozniak. Co co um, co founder of Apple. Um, but yeah, a, a, a couple of them um, came together and released that statement. I, I mean, it is a. It's an interesting concern, but I. I'm, I think I'm very excited for us to get to an episode where we can talk about. Um, AI and if uh, these um, machines can indeed become, yeah, um, can gain some level of sentience. Yes, that 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 would will be interesting to talk about to dive into. All right, in today's episode, we conclude the Laws Creation series. In the last two episodes, we've talked about the law of reciprocal action and the law of attraction of homogeneous species. We discussed how these laws operate in unison for the harmony of creation. And uh, yeah, I I think we did them justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bet, hopefully, uh, hopefully our listeners feel the same way. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> if they don't, I'm sure someone will let us know. Yes, I certainly hope so. You know, we don't want to just be... Uh, What's that saying? Uh, I don't think that's appropriate. I won't say, but basically, we don't want to be screaming into a, a storm, you know, and 
getting no feedback and and such. So yes, please do let us know. If there are any further questions or any questions about anything or anything that needs clarity or elaboration. Aye. For your benefit as well as ours. Indeed. Indeed. Alright, anything else you want to talk about before we dive into the topic of today? I'm still trying to think of a movie that I've seen <laughs> recently that would uh, be a good segue into today's topic. Yeah, most of the movies I've, my partner and I have been seeing recently have just been, um, what would you call them, psychological thrillers, um, mind-bending sort of movies, like, um, I don't know if you've seen, um, like, Coherence, or this one called Mirage, or the Korean one called The Call, which is quite good, actually. Oh, you should, psychological trailer. You, you should check it out. Um, the Call. It's a it's a Korean made movie. It's on Netflix. What's it about? So basically, this girl, um, this woman, went and moved back home to her her family house, and then she discovered this um cell phone, this old telephone, like a landline, I think it is. And she she started receiving calls on it, and she didn't. I'm getting too much into the details. So basically, the phone was allowing her to speak to whoever has the same phone 20 years ago. So like sort of a. Um, I see. Would you call it time traveling, telephone? <laughs> but yeah, so basically, the the person who lived in the in the house 20 years ago um, was was calling and trying to reach someone she knows but the phone was connecting to itself 20 years in the future which is interesting and it led to all sorts of things which i feel like it's it's it is an interesting movie to talk about but like so basically her, her the, the lady her her father was had died in a in a, an accident at the old house so while she was talking with this person from the past the her father came to the house to buy it because you know that's how they ended up owning it right. and so basically stop 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 <laughs> i just also i want to get to the part where the the, the lady helps her uh am i ruining it uh, possibly i'm ruining the, the plot of the movie so i'll stop well you do have uh <laughs> <laughs> you have <your> <laughs> yeah you're right it's all things yeah it's just hey but you did tell me about gangs of Lucas, and anyway yeah, I'll give you a brief overview. <laughs> I was trying to do... I'll, I'll give you a brief overview. Then. It just led to a, a, couple, a bunch of things that, like... Just, you know, you can imagine. It just caused chaos. Caused, like, they're sharing information, blah, blah, blah. And changing things in the past that changed things in the future and all of that. I see. Yeah. Sounds interesting. It is, yeah. Pops out. Pops out. Check it out. Then, uh... In the, in the midst of my 30th <laughs> rewatch of Star Trek <laughs> Next Generation. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad I've been able to purge that somewhat from my uh, Netflix feed. <laughs> oh, that one time I watched uh, Star Trek Voyager on your Netflix. Yes. Uh... <laughs> 
Could recommend you Star Trek three. The funniest one was that Indian. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> it was like you opened the flood floodgates on all the Indian content on Netflix. It was just nonstop, both new stuff that that they kept, like that was coming out, and old stuff. <laughs> sucked in by like this. <laughs> It's something like, like the you know that uh, brief trailer that just begins playing when you hover over yeah, yeah. the thumbnail and then see this man like sprinting through the forest. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here? I can't, you know, I can't even tell if those movies are meant to be. Are they meant to be comedies or are they like serious action? I have no idea. I don't remember the last time I saw an Indian movie <laughs> <laughs> from Hollywood. So I think some of them are mythological, in a sense. I think that particular one I saw the trailer for that day was somewhat mythological. Or yeah, something. he was. It was like a. There were like wasn't he like fighting a tiger or something? I think so. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, so you can't think of any movie, any movie that relates to today's topic. No, we're just gonna have to dive in. Yeah, perhaps something will come to you while, we, while we're talking about it. All right, without further ado, and although much ado has been furthered, <laughs> let's, <Wow. laughs> let's dive into the topic of today the law of gravity. Alright, so the law of gravity, the last of the three main laws of creation, again in no particular order, this is, these three laws work um, simultaneously with each other and, and whatnot to maintain the harmony in creation, so this mustn't be thought of as being in any particular order, but water. What do you know of gravity? Like, just scientifically speaking? Yes. Well, well you know, basically an apple fell on uh, Newton's head and he came up with, <laughs> you know, his understanding of it based on that experience. Oh, oh my goodness, that's, that's brilliant. <laughs> but, uh, no jokes aside, uh... It, uh, an apple did, uh, Newton observing an apple falling from a tree did, uh, contribute to his discovery of the law of gravity. It still influences a lot of our understanding of gravity these days. Um, also the works of Einstein and whatnot, but that is not what we're talking about today. <laughs> <laughs> and we uh speaking of gravity as it pertains to the whole of creation this this law of gravity also pertains to a part of creation which is here in in physical matter but what we think of as gravity is it's its effect is more it would take it would take uh, many explanations to kind of link what we experience as what we call gravity here to these three main laws. So I don't I don't want to dive too much into that because that would take the bulk of our time today. So 
Bear with us as we just give a... Maybe you might need to make a law of gravity part two. If it's... Perhaps. If perhaps. we deem it to be important enough. Perhaps. Perhaps because it's... It does tie to the... To, the, um, to planetary gravitation and... As we... As we... Um, as we see it here. It, do, it does tie into that. Like the effect of these uh, three main laws. But... I would take further explanations to really to really give detailed explanations. You understand what I'm trying to say before I ramble on a bit too much. <laughs> yes, yes, I understand. Yes. So right now we're talking about gravity as it pertains to the whole of creation and in I believe it was our first first episode we spoke about radiation and how the radiation of the almighty or the radiation of god flows through all of creation yes i think, I think so, so so yes everything is constantly bathed in this radiation and depending on the density of a particular of a particular species if it's the closer, the closer, uh, closer a particular, the closer you get to the to the source of this radiation, which is, which is God, the more, the more energetic a particular species has to be in its movement. If not, it would not be able to withstand the uh, the pressure, the pressure of this uh, radiation. What do you so, mean by energetic? Um, basically, just its movements, like how how energetic the movement is, or how fast it's moving. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. When you think about that and how like slow everything is down here, then yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. That's perception of time and all of that. Exactly. Bringing bringing uh, a bit of understanding to that. I believe it's a biblical saying: "A thousand years as one day." Yes, yes. The, oh, that is this, a good callback. In, in the in the spiritual, where the the experiences of uh, what we would uh, experience in a thousand years on Earth that's experienced in a day in the spiritual, yes. the uh, the speed of movement there. Yeah, everything is just so energetic, so charged with energy. Yeah. So yeah, we uh, it's just not difficult to observe the. <laughs> we see this. You can see this. You can observe this easily on Earth when something, um, a hot air balloon, mm-hmm. like the density of the gas in the balloon is lighter than the surrounding atmosphere outside. So that's why it's able to rise. That is an exceptional analogy, my friend. So like, so like, it's able to. So it's able to rise from it. Its surroundings, and you know, when it becomes when the gases are not as that's why they keep. Uh, if you've seen a hot air balloon before, you keep uh, keep uh, basically heating up the gas in yeah. the balloon yeah. so that they they, um, they have a particular amount of energy, they have a particular amount of energy and whatnot. So, once you stop that activity, you know, the gas begins to begin to uh, lose energy and return to their normal state their normal state uh, the normal resting state and you know the the balloon descends 
that's that's a that's a wonderful um yeah but yeah but um i i really wanted to paint a picture of this uh i really wanted to paint a picture here with this with the explanation of this um, hot air balloon Mm -hmm. which which is which is perfect for understanding this uh the activity of this law which if something is uh the the more energetic a species is the more it can the the more it can uh resist the pressure the pressure from um from the radiation that surrounds all things and ascend towards the light the dense is the further it will be pushed down in creation so like you can interchange energetic for light for you know the lighter it is the it ascends yes. the yes. heavier and the denser it is it's you know it descends it descends until it gets to a place where until it gets to a region where the it's surrounding as dense as it as it is yes and that that is where it remains and that is where it remains and then uh the law of attraction of homogeneous species is also coming into play here, where the exactly the uh, the effect of based on what it's given off its radiation based on its again the um the density how how light it is or whatnot it's also radiating everything radiates in creation we already covered this in the last episode yes, so it's radiation, radiation. radiation it's radiation and then attracts it's then similarly attracted by its surroundings and so basically this um again we're showing we're trying to show you the interconnectedness of these laws yeah and how they just constantly working with each other yeah so could you say that this motion then is twofold so to speak where the law of gravity you know based on the density of a species you know, yes. either lifts or you know causes dissension whilst at the same time simultaneously the law of homogeneous species is attracting you in either direction as well yes exactly yeah. exactly you um if you're able to if you begin to vibrate at the at a higher frequency to your surroundings you're you're then attracted to a species of creation which shares that similar vibration yes yes so that's what you are yes very very important to point out man very important to to summarize what we just explained here because i know that was as <laughs> a lot to take in yeah what you just explained here the lighter a particular species is the more it rises in creation denser it is the further it is pushed down in creation and so by this by this activity creation then becomes ordered in a series of steps yes. like a, like a series of steps where every species are there are various planes so to say planes of existence where species rest by their or species have their sphere of activity by you know how by their particular density and so it's uh very 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 interesting to think about very interesting very interesting we should yeah we should so, uh we should you know really paint a better picture with the with the example we stuck with with the 
other episodes. Yeah. With uh, Thought Farms. Yes. With Thought Farms. So this is just an example. Yes, we're going to continue with that example so as we keep consistency. Although I, I think at this point we've already painted a pretty good picture. Of... Yeah, I, I mean the hot air balloon is—it was brilliant. So mm. it's a perfect way to to, to have the a good understanding of it. Of the yeah. Um, before but yes, but yes, thought forms. But before before we we talk about that thought forms, um, okay. do you think we should um explain briefly what determines the den- I mean, we don't have to, I suppose. That's a different topic. What determines the density of those species, you know, and the... Um, so, like, to understand what can cause the... Uh, I mean, I suppose, you know, we did explain it. But do you understand, do you understand what, I'm, what I'm getting at? I understand what you're saying. It's not, that's not necessary here, is it? No, that is a topic here. Um, uh, an entire episode yeah okay itself all right yeah separate topic let's continue with thought forms yes all right thought forms as we as we uh as we've been explaining through the with the other episodes um, our thoughts have a particular form based on you know the particular volition behind this this thought or the intent if it's uh, one of envy or hatred the, the resulting thought form is ugly unappealing it's and then if it's if the thought form is one of the one of humility I can't, for some reason, I can't think of any of the other things. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. We <laughs> um, have uh, empathy, love. Yeah, yeah, humility, compassion, compassion, bravery, yes, faithfulness. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my brain freeze is gone. <laughs> and, and compassion and whatnot. These are uh, these such thought forms, uh, also the volitions produce. Uh, very beautiful and light forms. So, we've all we've all experienced this when you are when you are extremely angry or you, you just feel severe, serious envy for for uh, for another person. It's it weighs you down. Yes, we've there is no single human being alive who has not experienced this anytime you are having what would consider a negative emotion yes a negative emotion or a negative thought it weighs us down and this is part of the activity of gravity these these thought forms by their activity these thought forms by their forms are are dense they are not Really in harmony with the uh, with the to call the light, which again, as we as we explained, the more the more you are in tune with the light, the more you um, the more you are attracted towards it within certain limits. It's not not to say everything will just you as a human being will 
if you continue to be in tune with the harmony of the light, with the you continue to be in harmony with the lights, you eventually ascend to to, uh, to God's <laughs> to the vicinity of God. Oh uh, yeah, please, please emphasize that. Make no mistake. That will no, never happen. No, there are certain boundaries that uh, human spirit cannot pass. Same thing with other species in creation. So that's we will get to that in another topic. Yeah, but as to the reason why that is, and you know, as to the reason why that is. So yes, but to but to come back to what I was saying, these are these thought forms. So you have a thought form of you generating thought forms of envy. These are these thought forms get attracted by this thought form gets attracted by um, other similar thought forms of envy and whatnot. These things weigh you down because the because of because of their particular activity. Because of the particular activity of these thought forms, they are dense. They are yeah. dense, and so their resulting activities they are pushed down further, further down into um, in creation, into where they can, to where they can have their sphere of activity, and so the resulting you as a result of that, you're also dragged down by these thought forms, like an anvil. <laughs> exactly, like brilliant. Someone give this man a medal. <laughs> <laughs> like like an anvil. Exactly. So you're you're as well dragged down by these thought forms, but if you have you have thought forms of courage, compassion, faithfulness, as we just said, these are these wonderful virtues, you are uplifted because this is these virtues you know, come from the come from the source of all life. And and these are uh, you are subsequently uplifted by these thought forms because they find similar they find similar attraction in the higher realms. And so you as well are uplifted by this. Yes. So yes, that is very important to consider again, does the the far reaching effect of our activities. Again, this doesn't just apply to thought forms. Yeah. It also applies to our physical actions, what we say. Yes, and, and, what we say, and what we say as well. We've just been using thought forms because that's the example we've been we've been uh, painting this image with with the other episodes. But it's important to emphasize that it's not just with our thought forms; it's, it's uh, our word forms and our action forms and our physical yes. action, so to say. So this is uh, it is extremely important for the for the development of everyone and if you do not want to be weighed down on the course of your on the course of your um, journey as a human being these are uh, it's important to know this and it will save you so much trouble yes even even beyond um you know the earthly existence here you know like yes. after your your earthly life like this law is still in effect as they all are in every sphere of, cre- of yeah, creation every single sphere every so, single so you still you still have that gravity you know based on your on your volition you know on your, on your density and um so 
that will pull you up. You you'll be lifted up. You will ascend, or I'll be pushed further down on creation. Push push further down on creation, and to, you know, drawn towards other homogeneous species. Exactly. And um, exactly. and also, if you wanna, if you want to tie in, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. If 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 the tying for the law of reciprocal action could be that, based on your you know thought forms and word forms and actions here on Earth, your reciprocal action sort of dictates upon your debt, right? Where you will, yes. where that gravity is going to take you. Yes, exactly. Yes. So there, there you see all the laws working constantly, ceaselessly, invariably. I don't think that last one was the word. Uh, yeah, you become the Joker, man. <laughs> yeah, for for any uh, DC animated movies, uh, aficionados in the audience. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, a it's a deep reference that. there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes, you can, you can, you know, we'll, you'll start to see all these, these myriad ways, all of these laws interact, working simultaneously, just, and and how the agency we have to within that framework, right? Yes. You know, when you understand the framework, you know, you you can then learn to use the the gifts that we have, our, our words, our thoughts, and how all of that influences creation and everything around us. And, You'll have to use it accordingly, otherwise, you know, well, the laws will, will hold you accountable. Uh, so to to round off this this uh entire thing, I believe Walter has already summarized what I was trying to say, but I want to paint another image. Yeah, think yes, of please. the activity of these three laws which we've described so far: gravity acting horizontal. Sorry. Gravity acting vertically through creation, determining what level of creation you find yourself at yes. as a species. And then the law of attraction of homogeneous species acting on the same when you do find yourself at the level attracts you to similar species on that particular plane of creation. So we have a vertical arm and then a horizontal one. Yes. forming the shape of an equal armed cross because again this they can't be one arm can't be longer than the other these laws operate equally yes that's very important because you know the depiction of the cross that you know that we maybe we shouldn't get into that but yeah that is that's a, that's important to, to understand you know actually not until this moment when you said that <laughs> I, I did not <laughs> I did not understand why it was equal arm, but that makes perfect sense because they all operate equally. Yes. That is, that is the one the the beauty of creation and the wondrous the, the wonderful work of the creator. And then the the law of attract the law of reciprocal action and the law of cause and effect operating as in a circle. Uh, around this uh around this equal arm the cross we've already We've already uh, put forward, and so you have this you have this symbol of a cross in a circle, a very a very ancient symbol in um, 
in human civilization dating back to before the to the stone age basically <laughs> so it's a it's a very ancient symbol it's most ancient depiction being the what we call the sun cross this is symbol is older than christianity by mm. several thousands of years so this is this is uh we can my water and i have come to recognize this symbol this the shape of uh, the symbol of an equal armed cross in a circle as the symbol of basically representing truth itself in creation. Yes. And this, uh, as we said, these three laws we've come to see are the pillars of creation. The pillars the of creation. The, pillars the assurers of creation. For the Demon Slayer fans <laughs> in our audience. <laughs> It is a, a brilliant show, by the way, for anyone who hasn't seen it. To, uh, if you're one of those people that doesn't, oh, I don't watch animation. Stop it. Oh, you know, they call it cartoons. <laughs> Stop it. You're, you're missing out on a fantastic story. So much learning opportunity and just seeing, you know, so many wonderful human virtues. Exactly. Tanjiro. Hmm. I still remember that. Uh, no, that's a spoiler. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. So, yes. Yes, uh, the equal arm cross, the symbol yes, of truth. The equal arm cross in a circle. We'll, come, we'll expand on that in another episode, maybe after this uh, Pillars of Creation. That could, that could be the next episode. Yeah, we'll talk about how that you know influence the podcast logo. Yes. 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 Yes, that is, yeah, I, that concludes our uh, pillars of or the, the three main laws of creation. Yes. I like the word, I like the word pillars, yes. I do, it's yes, fitting. pillars, it's, it is fitting. Absolutely. Pillars of creation, so yes. Uh, All right, so. Now that we have discussed the three main laws of creation, or the pillars of creation, we hope we have been able to conjure the right image and conception in you, our listeners, of the this mechanism that governs creation. This foundation is necessary. It is important, and so it's that's why we decided that these were going to be the first series of episodes to begin this journey. Uh. <laughs> Nicely said. So, we'll build upon this in our subsequent episodes. Through all that we will discuss, you know, we'll call back to it and, you know, we'll, we'll dive deeper into everything. All the, the things, the numerous things we've mentioned that, oh, that would be into an episode. Oh, we'll talk about that there's just so much because i mean i'm rambling <laughs> so yeah we hope we've you know we've, you've understood this as much as we've explained and you know if there are any questions please feel free to ask we'll elaborate on anything that we didn't necessary so with that being said thank you for listening any final word from you, Tom? No. 
<laughs> the suspense was killing me. <laughs> as he as he drew breath. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. You know, you'll hear from us next time, since this is an audio medium. <laughs> and may the light guide your path. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you have any questions about today's topic or any questions in general, there is a link in the episode description where you can send us your questions. We will read it in a subsequent episode and we will answer it to the best of our ability. If you find our podcast to be helpful, please share it with others who may find the information offered here useful. And follow us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts so you may be notified when we release a new episode. If you would like to support us, rate and review the podcast on whichever platform you listen from. This will help us reach more people. Once again, thank you for listening and may the light guide your path. <laughs>